0: good morning everyone uh welcome back to getting Friggy with it It it's been a hot second like it usually is but it's gonna be back um so hi how's it been how we doing uh right now way too much is going on but that's how i like it i don't know if anyone's like me uh if i don't have anything going on it's hard for me to find uh a good purpose in my life you know it's like oh what is there to do so that makes me feel rough sometimes but you know what it's the little things right now, like getting up and actually making my bed and, you know, getting water, eating food. Currently it is 1230 in the afternoon and still haven't had my first meal. We work on it. Um, just trying to get out of bed. You get everything ready and that's usually how it's going to go, but I'm very excited and I am not in the same place where I was, um, You know, the last time I am currently back home in Illinois and I'm no longer in Idaho. I'm going to leave Illinois in about, oh my goodness, (laughs) like 10 days. I'm going to be leaving in 10 days to go back to Iowa for school for my second year of college. And I'm super stoked to, you know, just be here for now. And I'm super stoked to go back to school. And I'm super stoked that I went to Idaho. And I'm super happy that I did. And I'm doing everything that I am doing now because that's the first step and I'm really, just really happy about that. So, where do I begin? I think I'm just going to reflect on the past trip that I made. I was out in Idaho for two months, and that was my big risk that I wanted to take, was to go to Idaho, experience this wonderful thing that I've been exposed to since I was a child, going there every year, seeing its beauty, seeing what it has to offer and how much happiness that it brought me to be there and knowing that if I were to go alone without my family for this first time that I'd be able to grow in a new place than being the same place at home where sometimes I get verbally beaten down or I mentally beat myself down in my room when I stay in here too long, which is kind of happening again, but I'm trying to outgrow that right now because I learned so much while I was out there. So while I'm being at home with my family, how can I grow and how can I try and keep improving while being here? But I was I was there. I was staying with my cousins, as I mentioned before, and um, I lived there for a month until they gave my room to someone else that was coming in. And right before that was happening, someone offered me a place to stay and house sit for them while they were gone for three weeks which was a blessing and a godsend and everything was working out fairly well and it seemed like it was and everything was in place and i was working constantly in total i worked seven different jobs while i was there i didn't work crazy hours if anything i may have worked like at most 11 hours a day but um i worked fairly every single day I think there was maybe like at least, I don't know, um, maybe like seven to eight days in the summer where I wasn't working, but I did landscaping, some civil construction work. I did babysitting. I was a server, a bartender, a house sitter. Um, I cleaned Airbnbs and then I was taking my summer school class uh, for the first month uh, while I was there. And it was absolutely amazing. I got to spend time with family. Um, The landscaping is beautiful. A lot of people, if you ever talk about Northern Idaho or you bring up that you went there, they will look at you crazy and completely psychotic because they have never been there for the most part. And they think you're crazy for going is at least what I've gotten so far. And they're like, oh, you got to get some potatoes. I'm like, Yeah, sure. So one of my souvenirs that I brought back for everyone were stickers that say Idaho and potatoes in the background and it's in the shape of a potato. So I've been giving that to all my friends. Um, But I had the most wonderful experience there. And I definitely was in a little bit of a trance while I was there. And I was just so happy to be there away from my sisters and my family, not fighting with them and being on my own in a place that I love so much. And getting to meet and see my family and hang out with my little cousins, because I love kids so much. And there was so many of them. I loved kids, but there was no one my own age. And the closest person to my age was either 10 years old, or I believe, um, what, like 30, 34. And luckily, I met one coworker that was 21. But for the most part, for people, it was either way lower, or way higher, which made Something's a little bit more difficult because I had to shut off a lot of my personality just so I wouldn't, you know, stick out like a sore thumb or cause too much commotion because it is a small town. And if you have small town stuff going on, that everyone's going to find out about everything. So I knew I was going to leave eventually and I just wanted to make my time work well, make the most money I could, and try not to start too much family drama. Apparently, I ended up starting a little bit of family drama, but you know, I I tried my best for the most part. You know, I could have done better. I could have, you know, never mind. I did not try my best. <laughs> I could have done a lot better and been a lot more focused, but with so much going on in a new place, I was just trying to, one, enjoy my summer as much as I could. Um, and I don't know if I could have thought of others a little bit better than I should have. So, Thinking of others constantly, especially when you're a guest in someone else's place, to not take advantage of them for one. And make sure they know that you are grateful for everything. And be careful what you say. Because the biggest thing that I learned from the last two weeks that I was there is, be careful what you say because everything goes around like wildfire. Everyone will find out everything. If you tell one person, you're telling the whole world. And... um. But no, I enjoyed it. I would rate my trip a solid seven and a half. Let's give it an 8.2. I'm going to give it an 8.2 because I honestly really did enjoy it and I'm so happy I went. It was really hard without my friends, seeing some of my family members and being in a different place and living in a different place. But I didn't have to pay for rent, not too much for food, and I didn't make, I wasn't rolling in the dough, but it was a good experience. Um, <laughs> and there was a family reunion. My family came. And that's when like things started to get a little rough for me because I, like I said, mentioned earlier, I was in a little bit of a trance that everything was amazing and perfect and I was working, I was making money. I was you know when I had off time I was getting my class done I would sleep I would try and read and I would work on these things I had a goal. okay my goal was to you know try and record a podcast that didn't really work out too well if you couldn't tell um currently I think I'm working on number three of the summer and I think I put a goal as eight so that didn't work out too hot but um you know I didn't stop and I'm surprised I haven't stopped yet because um i don't know if i would have given up i probably might have but i'm glad i got back around to it and um other goals just try and make people happy to do chores for people when i would go over to someone's house and if i was watching their kids i would try and help clean out the house and but where i was staying i don't know if they really wanted me to do that or not and there was a lack of communication so i also learned in the last few weeks how my lack of communication might have caused me a lot of trouble, and how my lack of communication caused some turmoil in the family, and um, I kind of did shut down a bit because I couldn't express myself in the ways I wanted to in that certain place, where I wouldn't just, I wouldn't talk too much about what was going on in my life or what fun things I like or things I was passionate about, just because I. I have an awkward time talking to adults because I feel that you, they look at you a different way when you're younger. And then you're like, oh my gosh, you're so... It's not that you're so young. It's that I was going through something different than they were. And I hope that what they were perceiving me as, I didn't want to be using them. And I that was never my intent. But if they thought I was crazy or I was responsible. They wouldn't trust me with some of the things that I would have liked to be trusted with. So I did kind of shut down and I was like, okay, I I'm gonna do my surface level stuff, get through what I need to go through, and then be done. And try not to push myself too much, but I push myself enough out of my comfort zone. Um to know finish out the summer and not go back. Cause I think in the time I was there, I did have two panic attacks where I was severely emotional and could not control my emotions very well one because I had made a mistake and said something wrong to a three-year-old I didn't swear I said something that I said one word to a three-year-old and the dad's like hey you can't say some of that stuff around these kids or they'll repeat it I'm like I'm so sorry I never meant to make anything happen and when I was um when I was taking a shower that night, I just kept overthinking, and I was like, "Why did I do that? I just ruined everything." And oh my gosh, these kids have something I've never had, and I'm so jealous of them because they have parents that care so much, and they have parents that care so much in family dinners that I was invited to every single day, and that made me so emotional because I never, I never had that. I never had parents that were plural. I never really had family dinners. I think we might have had homemade family dinners. I think have definitely more of an essence than they do when it comes to restaurant family dinners. And I have never even liked restaurant family dinners. But um, the family dinners and all the fun stuff they get to do. And that they're not in front of tablets or TVs. I was never a t- tablet kid, but the TV. I was maybe a TV kid. And... They had so much, and they had this beautiful place to grow up, and they had a mother, and I think that really just spiraled into me, and I was uncontrollably crying in the shower, and that was really hard for me to move on from because I thought I had broken something, but I also didn't communicate my feelings with the other person, and I just try to say I'm wrong. I like to take, I I don't like to, but I just try and do it. I take responsibility for things that go bad so that kind of things he move on. So if something goes bad, I'm like, okay, I did this. I'm so sorry. I'd love to move on. I'm going to learn from it and we're going to go from there. And I halfway did that. And I'm like, I'm so sorry that I did that. I'll work on it because I don't want to do that again. And I don't want to, you know, make you feel that I'm parenting your kid, but I never made them seem like I was brushing it off because I cared so deeply that I got so emotional about it and luckily I had a very wonderful person walk me through it and you know help me just get to a better place mentally because a lot was going on and then the second time I was very emotional was the first day of the family reunion when my family came into town. So I was there. Um, When I say family, I mean my two sisters and my dad. And when they came in for their family reunion, they were coming to visit, I messed up my plane ticket. Oh, my goodness. So I wasn't planning on leaving with them to go back home. I was planning on staying a week later to keep working and then go back home and meet up with them. However, when I booked my plane ticket, it was around midnight, which is about 2 a.m. of the time that I'm used to sleeping for my whole entire life. So, I'm tired, and I'm looking for either end of July or early August, and what I did was when I was flipping between early August and late July, I kept one of the months, so I accidentally booked my plane ticket for August 30th instead of July 30th, so I was wondering, why is this flight so cheap? I'm definitely taking it, because I grabbed the wrong date. Anyway, so I sent the plane ticket to my family, and they're like, yo, this is the wrong date, and <laughs> I'm like, what? What? and so I was just like screw it and I gave my sister my password and my username and I'm like you fix this luckily I'm very grateful that she did fix it and I went to go home with them so anyway I gave up on that fight that I wanted to stay a week early because I already messed up on it anyway continuing on um when they came I also do my shutting down around them where they are very have very controlling not to say the least, but out, they do outshine my personality a lot. And when I'm with them, I do the same thing. And I'm just like, I don't want to create more issues and problems. So I shut up. And I, when anything goes wrong, I'm like, I'm wrong. You're 100% right. I'll stop. And so I shut down my personality. And I shut down expressing myself. And I just get very heavy inside. And so I kept thinking about how happy I was this summer, but how sad I was before the summer living in back home and in a house with them and all the arguments and miscommunications we had and how hard that was on me and just trying to grow up in the sense that I wasn't feeling welcome or encouraged, that my personality was not encouraged as it should have been. Or that my expression and the care that I should have gotten or that I deserved, not should have gotten, but I deserved to be treated with respect that I didn't have. And I just completely lost it once again. And luckily the same person was there for me. And I'm so blessed that they are in my life. And I'm so blessed that I got to experience my trip with them because without them I would not have made it through. And I'm so happy that I have that person, but it's so hard because now I can't see them for a very long time because they're so far away. I'm 18, currently 1800 miles away from them and one of the sweetest people ever, but she also showed me a lot of confidence in myself and that I do have to stick up for myself and I can't take just, you know, shutting down my personality and shutting down who I am just because someone's going to say something. And, you know, if it's going to cause a problem, well, that's because they are a problem and their ways need to be changed. And so I need, we need to stand up and say, hey, how you're treating me is not okay. This is not okay. I would love to talk things out, but this is not okay behavior. And, i should stand up for myself because i am an amazing person i do a lot of amazing things and just because other people do amazing things that are different for me doesn't mean that they're any better or any worse my quote of the day no human is above any other human we are all equal we are all equal people might be better than other people in the fact that oh they can run faster They might be nicer. They might have more money. But they are never above another person. No life is above another person's life. If you compare Elon Musk to a prisoner. Which is two very greatly extremes. I don't know why I picked those two. But they are two insane extremes. No one deserves to die more than another person. Or live more than another person. Even if they have great controversy contributions to society no life is above another and so i that person didn't tell me that i found that online but i think when it was talking about trying to build a better mindset you can't think you're above someone else because just because you're you and because you're egotistical but the opposite is true you can't think you're below someone else because you matter and you care so much so yes I had to learn that the very hard way and one of the reasons I do this podcast is for me to get things that are in my head and to get them out of my head and into my heart because I have a hard time understanding and talking to people that really care because I only find them once in a blue moon and when my dad came with my sisters we had a very long talk because I found out a lot of what some family was saying behind my back and about things that i have said that got a little bit twisted and i was talking to him and i was i was crying because i'm just so emotional because i didn't know that i caused some people some hardship just because i was here which i knew was hard but i was so blessed to have them and i knew that I didn't maybe outwardly express it as much as I should have, but I said my thank yous. I said my pleases. I said how blessed I was. But sometimes I sound just not who I am. And I can't just say it every single time where I... I'm a person to say sorry a lot just because I, I have felt like an inconvenience before. So, but since I shut down, I had a hard time. When I shut down, I didn't say thank yous as much as I should have. But when my dad came... And we talked, we had a conversation about how I go on with relationships with people. Whether that's family relationships, uh, friend relationships, not too much about romantic relationships because you know what? I have a hard time with those too because I'm a very, I'm a very independent person and I'm very used to getting along with myself and I can get along with myself for the most part, there are definitely not times. Everyone can never get along with himself 100% of the time. But my communication skills are something to be worked on in expressing how I feel so I can receive how someone else feels and how we can grow from that. But also being careful of the things that I say. because Some things do not need to be said. Even though you might think they're important, they might do more good than bad. Probably will. Um, but that's why I've kept my mouth closed before, but when I do open it, I have a tendency to overflow, and then when I overflow, when I, around people I'm comfortable with, then it gets a little rough. So, um, we had that conversation, and I learned I do want to work on my relationships with my sisters, because I don't want that to go down the hole, and I want us to, um, be better at being sisters it's so hard because all we have done is shared our lives together but we share the attention of someone else we share a big um for a while we shared some financial stability we share cars um we share time and resources and sometimes my sisters are very territorial one is very territorial And no one shares with her because she gets everything she wants because she will throw a fit. And the other one I share with because she's we're both less territorial. And even though my sisters are twins, they're a minute apart. A freaking minute apart. And we still consider one of them the oldest. And I feel that her oldness is about a three years difference because of how... She gets the way she wants sometimes. And you know what? We're all 17 months apart. Three kids 17 months apart in total. We are all grown up together. And I know that I'm younger. And I'm so grateful once again for everything I have. Because I have so much more than I know a lot of people have. But we can never just seem to get along. And it has caused a lot of turmoil in my immediate family. and. I'm currently writing a little essay I might post for a scholarship essay about the power of a hug. And while my dad and I were talking about how me and my sisters get along, um, he did end up breaking down and crying. And this is one of the seven times I believe I've seen him cry in my entire life of my 19 years of life. And he walked out of my room and started crying. Because of how hard it is for him as a parent to see his kids fight. And I couldn't do much. I didn't know what to say. All I could do was offer him a hug. Because that's all I know how to do. But we tried to work on it. Oh my gosh. And then what happened afterwards? So we're just there very emotional. Both of us are crying at this point. And we came back from our trip about... I think three to four five days prior. <laughs> I can't believe I'm sharing this. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and so we came back from our trip. And so I put a lot of things in his suitcase because I packed two suitcases. One of them I thought was big enough to be a carry on and it wasn't. So I had to check in the bag and pay an extra $45. So while we were packing on the way back, they said, we're not packing that bag and you have to put all your stuff in one bag and figure out we can maybe work some stuff into dad's bag but yeah so i put some stuff in dad's bag and there was some stuff that i didn't open at all my entire trip like some glasses cases i brought glasses because i thought they were gonna break so anyway it it will connect don't worry and so we're crying in his bathroom and i see some of my stuff that he set on the table, so I'm like, oh, okay, I'll bring this to my room, and I open it, and I see what's inside. It's my glasses case, and there's glasses in there, but there's also some condoms because you know I want to be protected and have be safe if anything were to happen. Even though nothing definitely happened, because I didn't meet anyone my own age, and um, so we look <laughs> at each other very uncomfortably, because <laughs> my <gasps> oh my gosh, and we just start laughing and luckily that kind of broke the tension but I'm like you better not tell your girlfriend about this oh it was so funny and (laughs) um but yeah that's my little funny story oh god Mm, but I love that man to the moon back and so because of that we've been trying to work on so much and there's so much going on there's so much we're trying to work on And it's not going to be a one-day thing. It's not. But we'll continue to work on it. Um, There is currently... I share... We have three cars in our family. My dad gets one. He paid for it. He should get one. And then there's two between the three of the girls. Which, one, we are so blessed to have at least cars. Because I know people don't have that luxury. And... The oldest, by a minute, has her own car. Because... How I see it is that she, quote unquote, is more adult than all of us and has her big girl job that she goes to almost every day. Currently, she's actually at ho- home. She and she works from home some days. But, however, she gets the car and then we're all not allowed to drive it. She's the only one allowed to drive it, according to her. Um, And then my other sister and I have to work on sharing one car together. So, it's not – it's like one person gets – one full car and the other two get halves instead of everyone getting 66 percent i think wait yeah two divided by three six yeah yeah 66 percent of cars so it's either 100 percent and 250 percent, which actually if you think about it now the math don't add up sweetheart it does not add up so we currently um and everyone knows this however we don't take it into account and try and fix it so that is an issue, so I have to try and share my car. The next issue would be figuring out how we can properly share two cars. However, we're leaving for college soon. That is a devil for a different time to focus on. So we're just going to suck it up for a week and a half. And I'm taking this car to college, and I'm so excited. Um, but we have a whiteboard going on right now. And we're going to to communicate what days we need the car because we had a miscommunication. I was severely at fault because she said something I couldn't recall because I have a hard time with auditory um, listening. I'm a lot better at visuals and, you know, having physical copies of things is very helpful for me. So we've got a way to write everything and the times on the board that we need. And it's hopefully going to work. But even the way we're communicating about how we're going to do the board, what you're writing on there, times you're writing on there and when you need the car and whatnot, that's how we were trying to figure it out. And it's hard because you, when you're talking with someone and and trying to negotiate, you want to be right. Excuse me. And you're arguing, you want to be right. And when you figure out that you are eventually wrong, how you handle a situation after you figure out you're wrong. Because in the conversation I had with my sister, we were both wrong multiple times. And when she figured out she was wrong, she shut down and started crying and kind of playing a victim. Or sometimes she wouldn't admit she was wrong. And it took a very hard time for me to figure out, okay, Sam, you were wrong because you didn't listen and understand the times correctly. And this is what caused this issue. And how I responded was, I'm sorry that I caused this issue. I want to work on it in the future. Can we work on communicating better so this doesn't happen a different day and so that we can grow and move on? And for the other sister, it was, fine just stop go ahead I'm leaving and she was crying and I was just we have so many we're three different people on so many different sides of every single spectrum so when it comes to communicating with so many different people you can't find one way to communicate properly and I might be a little bit more sensitive or a little bit more I'm gonna say trying to go with a spiritual way of doing things, but it wasn't just working out well. Um, however, I think that, you know what, we'll see how this gets resolved and we'll see how things go on because this happened last night. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in after a very long time. So um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your summer. Because it's short-lived and stay cool because there is a lot of heat going on. Stay safe because there is a lot of crazy stuff happening in our world. Um, just remember to be yourself and be confident and to stand up for yourself if you haven't learned anything from today. And also that a hug goes a long way when it comes to, you know, just some hard times. Um, love you. Thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Um don't forget to get priggy with it. Okay. Right. Bye.